fucking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Ah, yes, thank God it's Friday, Eric. You're still mad at Gwen. Gwen's a gem, and you're mad at her because she can spell better than you. Is that what it is? I actually forget why I'm mad. But where does she get off? You you said that she is throwing her uh, spelling abilities in your face. Uh, Just like that. It is problem. Sing a song. Don't spell it to me, goddammit. I start writing out banana when we end up having this because I end up looking for little pictures of bananas. I "I can't spell banana. I got to think back to Gwen herself. I'm just glad that she's there. I know, really. J-E-R-K. Oh, I did it. Here we are. We end up having this being kind of a special episode. Not a very special episode, but is it? I I don't know. Is it special? It is. Well, we're ending up talking about War 3. We actually have oh. War 3. War 3. The war That's in real war life. War 3. Yeah, World War 8 going on. You end up where we actually have more of a themed type deal because we're going to be talking about both of the starts of the War for Earth 3 in the War for Earth 3 number 1 and Suicide Squad, I believe, 13 is yes. what that is. Lucky 13. And, yeah, we end up kicking this off. This is something where it, it, people think that it's like, oh, my God, this is a great start. I can't wait to, like, settle down into it. But having two issues right off the bat is pretty big for a five-issue deal. And uh, when you get into that, we'll see how the pacing goes for the month and whatnot. But it did get out of the gates early because we also end up having the Shadow War. We have the Trial of the oh, Amazons. We have everything a lot of coming right now. And this, uh, the big spring, like, crossover events are going on. Like, who's side are you going to choose, Jim? Are you a Shadow War guy? You're a War I think I'm a Shadow guy? War guy, Or are you a actually. Trial for the Amazon kind of guy? And, and there's a weird thing of how the play is with these books I, I put, going I put in. my, like, you know, stance on this, so it better turn out okay. And and you did. And so when we get into this, I, overall, I had this weird feeling when I was reading these of, I didn't feel like I knew exactly how we got to where we're going into these books, but you get caught up pretty quick and whatnot. And it's a weird thing of how these things have been set up, because with that, I almost think the trial of the Amazons, I had too much of a setup and I, I kind of got bored with it. And I guarantee I ended up, you when we get into that, you'll have no idea how maybe, we got there. Maybe, but I'm also, saying we, we, everything, though, was just trial of the Amazons. It's been kind of going at it already. The Shadow War. I'm like, it almost like at the last second under the gun, you, you kind of slip in the, oh, by the way, Shadow War, and we go. But actually, in that, a little more excited to see what's going on. So That's I think my spring like event. It's done anything going towards Shadow War yet. So with that, they better jump into it and, and get going. Like, we this one spent does. 12 issues of Suicide Squad essentially setting up what we have here tonight with the War for Earth 3, number one. And like, so... We have an entire year. And even I didn't a future feel like state it really was. Get into it. The only thing that I got out of all those issues and future state was, boy, that Amanda Waller, she's got her eye on her three. I mean, that's been the setup. We've been going on scavenger hunts trying to get pieces yeah, but here to secure we? her. Because yes, I only saw year. like a couple issues that we did that. We have been just kind of meandering about doing odd other things. Yeah, you're grabbing other characters, but when we get into this. We grab characters. We've been grabbing stuff. So like metaphysical things can attack Earth 3 yeah, once they get there. Yeah, but does that play out here? We have the, you know, we're not yet. We just got here. I think that that's not for this. I think that's more of a setup for Dark And even going to Oa there. and having Yurik, that weird, you know, like bird skull man doing stuff and also Black Hand. He he just they all just seem to be standing around. The things that I wanted was all of a sudden Amanda Waller is a bunch of characters that I never saw her get. And you yeah, can make crazy. you know, you could put two and two together to say, Okay, Bloodsport was going around doing a bunch of things as well, but it just ends up where the whole deal was almost like, Hey, what do you got going on, Amanda Waller? Earth three. And I wanted to know, like, what is her plan? We do see a plan here. We do see that taking she just, over Earth. She just wants to do the paperwork and the things that Ultraman, at least for no, now, no, she does know, not. Do. She is playing Ultraman at is what he wants to hear, so she can get what she wants and not being incinerated by the most powerful yeah, being maybe. on this earth. I actually think she just wants him on the team, so she's I just know say that, whatever like, she wants. Whether it gets there or not, I know in Suicide Squad Future State series that the, like the entire crime syndicate were killed and put in jars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. But I, I don't even think that we're going to get to that, especially with the Dark Crisis, though. You say that. I think we're going to get a little bit of that because I can only see that this Dark Crisis happens. All the multiverse at war in this Earth 3 once again just gets obliterated, as it always does. It but always now it's going to be protected up. by Amanda Waller. 
Yeah, but it's still the Dark Crescent. Amanda Waller. I mean, really, she, she's she gonna might win be going this time, a little Jim. too big she's this time. Win. I mean, she did think she was going to win. I don't know. For she's me, losing. I would go with the idea, like, the Globetrotters, they win all the time, right? Because they play the Washington Generals. There. I always you know, vote on the Generals. It's going to be their case soon. They're not there playing, you know, the NBA champs. They're playing something else. Why doesn't she just do that? Go after, like, I don't even know, Earth 132 and a half. Just Honestly, out of all of these things that we don't have that many Earths, well, actually, we have no idea how many Earths we have now? at this point in time. Earth 3 is not a bad contender, honestly. Yeah. Well, if you want to grab an Earth so that you end up having something powerful going forward, yeah, but you're going Every after the we've evil seen Earth. Earth. I know, we're going after the evil Earth, but it's just, you know, and the thing is, even Andy Schmidt, who did the Crime Syndicate series leading into this, for like when we started everything over again, once the multiverse was put back together, it should be the Earth 3 is the counterpart to our Earth 0, where everything is good is bad and vice versa. That is the gist of Earth 3. That's what makes Earth 3 fun and being, you know, Earth 3. He decided to go against that when he recreated, like, oh, no, things don't have to be that way. I'm like, no, they really do, because that is what Earth 3 is. But when you have that situation, let's just go from Earth 0, our normal Earth, to Earth 3. People are, like, swapped in how they feel. It's, it's weird, that though. It's not a loss, though, if you're no, just going to go. Because it's, there's a lot of assholes in the world. There's a lot of good people in the world. Now it's just swamped. I mean, it's just got, yeah, it's like 50, and every 50 time, swamped. And every time we see the crime scene, they get their asses kicked by the Justice League. They do. So they're easy to get take down. And the last time we saw our three, besides before the new reboot of it, it was taken out by the anti-monitor. This yeah. shit is easy to lock down. I'm telling you, I'm waiting. I... You really don't you want to see if they're and what happens an Amanda Waller on this Earth three. I want to see what's going on. Like all of a sudden we find out that Amanda Waller of Earth three is evil, and then we get Eric Shea with this gears going about the idea of who's bad, good, or indifferent. But well, is Amanda like, Waller evil, Jim? She, I think she is. Yeah, she's but good, but goes about things I, I the never, wrong way. People like to say that she's evil. I mean, she shows it every issue that we have. She will. She let gets shit done, fa- Jim. She loves her family. You could be there and sitting on your hands. She gets shit done. Yeah, yeah. So does Lex at times. I and mean, I, I trust in Lex as well. The thing is, I love the, the idea that... The alien's going to subjugate me. That's true. Earth 3 I love because when you're down, you know, and you feel sad and you need somebody to lift you up, all you have to go to is Earth 3 Twitter, where everybody's nice, Eric. <laughs> They're all nice and offering advice. I think advice. Earth 3 they haven't even vetted Th- it yet. There's no, like, hashtags, this and that. And just have fun. Everybody's there. Over there, everything's dollar fun. signs Every- before <laughs> hashtags. Everybody follows each other back and, you know, all that stuff there. And also, I heard Reddit's pretty cool on Earth 3 as... Well, but you love Earth 3, so this would be your event and all these things going down. So I ended up going into this where I saw a lot of people in the Slack really talking about how even to the point where they thought it was a lot more fun than maybe you thought, even though you said in your review. But I think people just look at scores and you end up I jump in. So I'm like, I'm I'm ready. I, I'm going. And I, I don't know. I, I Maybe I have to kind of get. You know, a little bit into this and go because I'm more of a shadow war guy. Where is 2022 I'm a Jimmy at? I'm tired of this bullshit. He's over at the shadow war. <laughs> Yeah, that guy's positive <laughs> over there. Mean. It hasn't even started. He's I over just there hope it hanging. sucks now, so this will haunt you somehow you going forward. You say this. Now, this is the thing. Really, what you're asking for is our three Jimmy in 2022. <laughs> oh, he loves everything. and he, he doesn't yell or get excited. But I have had, and this is funny, where I did tell you that I, I'm going to try to be a little more positive in 2022. I think I have. Just Nobody not else a sad sack. But that's the thing. I've had so many people message me and it makes me feel good that not only me but earth three eric over here uh-huh. the idea that our positivity eric has really inspired some people to get back into reading comics again because if we like it holy moly they must and i'm thinking the idea is what if people are, are we have we set the bar down like if we give something a six five people like holy crap they like it because we have like some books and we have been excited you've been excited about this i've been excited about shadow war we also have Trial of the Amazons. And and with that, you've been that more positive with that. Yeah, then weekly, very weekly. But yeah, some of these things, nobody talking to me about that. But yeah, I think that the books are getting better and they are getting exciting. And I kind of think that this month's a pretty cool little mini event pretty month. Pretty cool, huh? Right? Pretty cool way to put your pants <laughs> on in March. So I am looking forward it's to this. Pretty so neat. I, I need you to really get me going here. I need you to get me inspired for Earth 3, Eric. Give me the stats for the first book. 
War for Earth 3, number one, written by Robbie Thompson and Dennis, Dennis Hopeless, with art by Steve Pugh, Dennis Dexter Soy, Brent Peoples, Matt Herms, Josh Reed, and Travis Lanham. And while I'd love to get you excited in everything, because I do think the storyline for War for Earth 3, where Amanda Waller is going to fulfill what she believes to be her destiny, where she finally wins, takes over the world, and pretty much says, everybody stay the hell out, this is my world, I'm going to keep it, you know, Good, just good and plenty is what I'm going to do over here. I hate good and plenty. Everybody does. I, I yeah, couldn't think of anything. Terrible. Once I said good and, and it just became plenty, and I could not do anything about it. But the storyline for this, the whole lead up throughout the Suicide Squad, where she is going through the multiverse, getting the people that she needs to do to take care of this job so she can finally win. I like the story a lot, especially because you have to go through the crime syndicate to do it. And I love the crime syndicate. But the idea of everything that we had, like, you know, towards the end of the lead up, and even when we get here with Andy Schmidt's crime syndicate iteration that he set up for that six issue mini, it just doesn't work for me completely. Like, everything with the crime syndicate for the most part, except for Al Man being a dumbass for whatever reason they decided Maybe to go with that. Maybe he's playing. Route. Maybe he's playing there. No, the thing is, even when Clever goes to him, he is a dumbass. I'm yeah, like, oh, that's true. We had, that like, you true. know, she verified it, but. When we get into this thing, I wanted a really cool, slow lead. And I said before, like, oh, we have a year of setup. But when we had the last issue of the Suicide Squad where Amanda Waller just kind of teleported, you know, matched Black Siren and Talon off of Earth Fate by just, like, vanishing them away. And she just vanishes herself. Like, I'm already on Earth 3. To where we jump in here with a, what I'm going to call a Blom tube. Because it's not a boom tube. It is a Blom tube. And we have her in front of an army coming out of a Blom tube of people we have never seen before and it's this starts out oh here's a brainiac etrigan etrigan or brainiac 666 i'm like where the fuck has he I'm been so, this entire I know, time and that, that's the thing that threw me and really if you know brainiac etrigan i was hoping for some smart rhymes here because what i was hoping <laughs> I'm for, so happy i for didn't smart get rhymes. any smart rhymes i also thought of just an earth three etrigan who may like that's the thing you get the an earth angel three etrigan, etrigan. Where I think that maybe he just fumbles the the last line. Can like he just be I, an angel? You know, no. Are you an angel? I, I just want he's he could be an angel, but I want him to mess up rhymes. He's like, you know, they're right on the money until that last deal, and he fumbles it, and they're like, oh but man. How, how is that a counterpart to what he does? Is because because he doesn't rhyme good. Yes, but the thing is. That, that's not how Earth 3 goes. Like, the idea, like, man, it's I suck at rhyming, rhyming here, but over there, my man, rhyming is spot it's on. It's bad rhyming. <laughs> that's a different Earth Alan. altogether. I love it. Uh, yeah, my favorite Earth, and these are the expanded deal, not the 52. I just recently found out this. The idea they have Earth 89 back uh-huh. in the day, that was the Burton verse, right? Yeah. But with that, they also had that Earth being the Earth designated for when Lois Lane in an imaginary story married Bruce Wayne. You know why that was that? It's because it was Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane, number 89. So they just shoved it there. I thought, eh, why not? That's pretty funny. I have no that. idea what you just said to me, but that's the craziest thing it I've ever It was so heard. weird that it's just an 89 issue. I just uh, yeah, just there, there were so many things, like the zoo crease to be Earth-Sea. Yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. Man, whole that's story. nonsense. <laughs> this was just Earth-89 that I found out last week about that. I thought it was hilarious that kind of it funny. was just an issue, number 89. So, like, where can we put this imaginary story? And put it on Earth 89. It doesn't make sense sense there. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense at all because now you have multiple versions of Bruce Wayne and stuff there. It makes no sense, but it made me giggle. Uh, but yeah, when you go into this and I think of what's happening because the, the, the idea that the Suicide Squad, but it's canceled. It's going to end soon. You end up having the final issue. It's such a weird deal to have a big event for a book. And really it is this book's event, Suicide Squad. I mean, and so when you end up getting it canceled, why would they do this? And I do think that this is that final piece of the puzzle where they set that bit there for the Dark Crisis. Because one of the big things about this Dark Crisis coming up that has been a thing through Infinite Frontier is the idea of these different Earths not wanting to be destroyed and wanting to go against both the heroes and the villains because the idea they always muck it up. And then when everything's clear, we all get reset. They don't. It's bullshit. So I think that that's a cool idea. And that kind of does, like you said, Make it almost like a future state, but earlier things like that. But I, I do like this idea that it's setting this up. Then they're just going to leave it sit in almost like a stasis till we get to that. That's why I think it's canceled. And it's but, fine for that. You end with that whole thing. Let's say Amanda Waller does win. Earth three is hers, and yeah, it becomes I would say like that the, she will. the savior I, that's just Earth at the end of Dark Crisis, stopping Pariah and all his nonsense. Maybe, and, or maybe they all are. And it, it ends up being a weird deal because, say, Forever Evil. We ended up having that, and we want to, you know, you have that story about, oh, the villains have to step it up or whatever, and this makes it bigger. It's almost the same concept, but Earths and, and these, you know, multiversal deal. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to see how this ends to maybe get a hint 
of how this stuff is falling into place for that. But in the meantime, like you said, you get Etrigan, Brainiac, Etrigan, and things like that, and it always ends up where things... Here's a version of Gun Bunny and Gunhawk. I'm like, cool, I guess. We just have cannon fodder is what we have here. But yeah, that's, the that's what it ends up being. But isn't that funny for a Suicide Squad-based story? But well, still. it's fine, but I just want Ambush Bug to be the cannon fodder because he comes in like a wrecking ball in the, this issue and the next issue where he just, you know, all the momentum and goodwill that I feel that this is built up, like even the Suicide Squad, he just comes in and feels like he wrecks everything for me. And I know that I've been told that I'd like take my comics too seriously, but everything just But you want to take – this is War for a Three. Yeah, it I'm should right be serious, right? This is the thing. If, if somebody said, oh, Ambush Bug's like – He's just like Batmite, you know. He's just breaking the fourth you wouldn't wall, have them doing in songs this. that have to be like you know, act like you know, blacked out because of royalties and freaking the lawyers. I'm like, why are you making jokes right here when you're pe- glossing over like storylines that I want to see to make things work? And it's one of those things where I really wish that, and maybe we're in this little cloistered area or something like that, but. Read the room. Nobody likes him in this. It, it, he is a character that some people get a chuckle about, right? But he is also like a really, like, I don't know, Jolt Cola, right? Hey, I eat, drink one Jolt. I'm like, holy crap, that, that, that was good. You drink a whole case and you're vomiting. And that's what I'm doing. He is too much of a not even good thing. It's well, way even overdue. Even in the main Suicide Squad story, I love the Suicide Squad, even though it became a scavenger hunt S story, which I don't like to begin with, but... The characters in that book made that storyline grow, or the, the, the series great in general, until Ambush Bug came up and just put his dick prints all over everything. And this kind of everything, every issue that came out just kind of started going downhill because Ambush Bug was like believed to be the breakout star. So we had to keep featuring him more and more to the point where he's just over the top and in your face, and I couldn't deal with it. Why do every time somebody says dick prints, I think of those thumbprint cookies? And it makes me a little sick. I don't know what those are. You know those things where you have the cookie and you have the jelly on top? They're a Christmas cookie. Okay. You know, yeah, yeah. Those are thumbprints. Oh, and that's what I think. That, like, I know. I don't know if I ever heard that, but it grossed me out because I think people put putting their thumb in there. And I, don't I think that. they do. Oh. Uh, well, it's better than their dick, I guess. But you end up in this is the thing with it, right? You end up in this even. You have Ambush Bug. And the problem is, is Ambush Bug is always going to be there to be your almost speed force to be your magic to be your wishing machine because he can basically do anything because of what he is and what he well, does even his powers in general he's brought him because we can go anywhere and do anything because he has teleportation and that's powers lazy and in this it even makes it so that he could just be there to give us a narration because he's all omnipotent and knows all the thing and it ends up feeling to me it always feels lazy by the end because he's not just there for the jokes. You're going to pretend he is, but he's not. He's there to get them from point A to point B without ever having to do anything. He's there to mention info that nobody would ever be able to know. Like in this where he says, hey, it looks like Warfare 3. How do you know that? Well, is that the end of Suicide Squad last issue? I, no, I don't need that. I, I just It drives me nuts that they have him in this book that, like you said, well, first off, this is a pretty serious thing going down. I, I don't need the jokes and the yipping and the yappings there. So well, when you end up with this, no, I don't need the yappings. But you end up where you're doing all this, and then you just you pull it back, you make it a joke, and then you're taking away from the great character work that at least Robbie Thompson leading into this did. He has we love Calabra. Unfortunately it looks like she's getting pushed aside. What are you talking about? She's dead woman. Well, I you, you even said before though that the idea of it was her role was kind of pushed aside because she was a bit of the jokey she person. Ambush Bug came in, took that, but it it hit way better Heart in a gold. character that you saw had a struggle, was there trying to get to heaven, all these, than just Ambush Bug that comes in. Look at me, waka, waka, waka. And you're like, what's up? Fuck off, Ambush Bug. <laughs> he gets me so angry when he shows up. And the funny thing is, is I'm reading this and he doesn't hit right away. So I forgot all about him. Every time he comes up, it throws I was me out he was of the gone. issue. Just because even when we have a situation, like I said, right off the bat, the War for Earth 3 stuff, I'm enjoying what we're getting here. We have the Ultraman. We have Emerald. Well, we're just going by Power Ring now with John Stewart, even though we seem to have dropped the Emerald Knight thing completely. But now he's just powering. But we have stuff going on. But when we go back to where we left off, the Suicide Squad with Rick Flagg and his Suicide Squad fighting a clay face from Earth, I think it was 22 or whatever it was, but... It's just a quay face. It doesn't ma- doesn't matter. I was looking forward to the Suicide Squad going up against the main Suicide Squad. Anything Rick Flag versus Amanda Waller, because you had this fight brewing 
from issue after issue. We finally get here, and we have to go up against the Clayface. And for some reason, Warzod with I know he has Phantom Zone esque powers, but like because he was born in the Phantom Zone. But the idea that he opens a Phantom Zone portal up to take Clayface away, but ends up just sucking himself and Cheetah in while Clayface remains. When the portal closes, I'm like. All you did was get rid of a Superman-esque character and Cheetah for some reason, and now they're not in the book anymore. But this Clayface is for some reason, because on top of it, oh my god, Gorzad, we have seen this happen a million times. A Kryptonian could have just super-breathed him, turned him into freaking ice, and it's all said and done. Gorzad didn't want to do this. He's out of the book now, which causes Dr. Rodriguez, who was our ace in the hole on uh, Task Force X Island, who is secretly going against Mandawar, to inject herself with some MacGuffin here, turns herself into a sand monster, and then befriends the Clayface, and now we're all on board for Ambush Bug to take us to Earth 3. I'm like, what just happened? Why did we nerf our team? And then when you go into the next issue, they immediately get their ass kicked. Like, why are we playing with this team at all? And and that's the that maybe that's when I said about the setup and stuff like that that it threw me off. The idea, like you said, all of a sudden you get a Brainiac Etrigan, Etrigan six six six. These sort of things going on. And so Brainiac six, yeah, Brainiac six six six. When you start going through this, though, we had some really great characters, and I wanted to get more of Lorzad. I wanted to get more of Rick Flag's team. I wanted well, just to that see whole all these. team, though. When you had Rick Flag, Peacemaker, Mirror Master, Lorzad, you know, Cheetah, and a Parademon, and the Fisherman, you had all this great stuff coming together that we spent issues putting this team together to go up and say. Oh, no, we're not doing that no more. And uh, Cheetah Wars, I get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think that this whole first issue to me when I was reading it, and a lot of people, oh, my God, it's so fun. And it can be. If you sit there, it's a big fight. I like seeing Ultraman have temper tantrums. That's what really all this issue was, was to show a little bit of a little conflicts with our three characters, Crime Syndicate. But really, it's we got to get rid of some of these characters. We have too many characters. We have to even up things. We have to get things out of there. And that's kind of what it ends up doing. It ends up, like you said, Lorzad, he's kind of the odd man out because you end up having Ultraman, you have match already, and I think they wanted to I just wanted have to see that fight so bad though with Lorzad in there. Get Chris Ken on they there. Must Come on. think the idea that oh well that would be too much and we'd have to explain no get him and it because then we're gonna have to have Superboy come in match and Ultraman and it feels like this is the issue like okay we'll get rid of like Cheetah poor Cheetah well, she yeah she's just gone but then. Because of that, like, she's just there, but there's more of a connection with Rodriguez to Waller, obviously. So let's make her a monster. Just the idea, like, out of nowhere, oh my god, Rick Flag is in trouble. I better inject myself with this metahuman gene and become a, and obviously, and the thing is, this could be anything. This becomes a sand monster, because that's her metahuman gene, so she can take on an Earth-22 Quayface, and then befriend him, and say, okay, let's go on our way. And, and the weird thing is, it almost felt like then, when we get further in the story the idea okay if she gets heat vision glass oh my god now mirror master like it all seemed too convenient of of how this is set up and how it's going on because i did want to see like you said more of rick flag's team and i wanted to see more we don't get any lorzad i was pretty excited a lot of people were talking really about excited. it in the slack about like, the idea that this we is get gonna that. lead to something big when he's done here he can go and do anything yeah he's not gonna do anything and and get his so, ass out of phantom zone is what he should be doing yeah yeah really and then you, you set up you know the love triangle deal of and is it love eric because it's not really it is the love, love triangle three love and the thing is when you don't set it up we continue on like every time we get to see the crimes that are going on her Ultraman lusts after a superwoman she knows this so she bangs owl man who's just there to say you pretty much and the thing is, usually he's like, I could take out Ultraman if I want. He's usually just playing against them for the most part because he's the smartest man in the in the room. But now he's just some guy who likes banging Superwoman because they portray him as a dumbass here. So it's a weird dynamic where he's just being used by Superwoman to get back at Ultraman, who wants to kill both of them, but knows he doesn't want to do that as well because he wants to do a Superwoman so he's not alone. Yeah, yeah. So you have that, and then you even have this little deal where they are Waller's coming in and she's trying to, you know, grab. A bunch of these characters and take them down so that they can end up joining. Biggest cuck on Earth 3, Ultraman. Yeah, wanted them to join and things like that. And you even have that back and forth with, you know, Superwoman where she ends up saying like, oh my god, don't get him, he's mine without me. There's Ultraman, I'm gonna get you. All these things going down, but... It's such a weird dynamic, though, because I do want to see the Suicide Squad against the Crime Syndicate as a whole, but because Ultraman is so, you know... um, in the moment, just watching Superwoman and Owlman bang, he just sends, you know, the power ring over there to take care of it on his own. And then he immediately, well, there's a lot of cool, you know, power ring contracts going on. He takes out a lot of people. He is then subdued by Black Hand with his own, like, you know, life uh, sucking powers that he has outside of the Black Ring itself. 
He's taken down. Then it's like, oh my God, Al Man, you go and do it. Al Man has to do it. He is taken down by Talon. And even later on, it's such a weird thing because not only is he taken out by Talon, he then has his back broken Bane style by Talon, which is just crazy because this is the whole thing where it's Amanda Waller's play to get Ultraman on the team because. Look, you can do a lot of things out of the three. You don't want to piss off Ultraman. You need to get him on your side. And the idea that, like, I'm going to take care of your problems. I am going to pull the triggers and take care of all the work. You're going to be the god. I am going to be the freaking accountant. Yeah, I will I'll take care of the stuff that yeah. you don't want to do. And as a show of good faith, she snaps her fingers and Talon breaks Owlman's back in front of him. Like, he just smiles a little bit. I'm like, that's really cool until the end of the issue when you know you have Rick Flag show up of his Suicide Squad against hers, and Owlman is right there. I'm like, that must be a like a a faux pas in the freaking like a fuck up in the drawing right there because it's supposed to be Talon, but his, his drawing is Owlman. Yeah, yeah, that is a mess up. You're right, and yeah, it's a cool. It would have been a cool deal. Now, now you're ruining it for me, Eric. But yeah, so all this going down and. I don't, I don't know. The idea that you're going to have to play, and you even said that. I said, oh, we get the you know love triangle. And you said, no, this is what we always get, and we do. I, I actually feel like I wanted I a little more. I just prefer Man's the smartest man in the and world. I, I think I maybe I needed a little more suicide, or actually crime syndicate here, especially since we had that Andy Schmidt thing from a while back. It's been a bit now. And we go into this, and you are a little years from now and whatnot. Maybe we could have had, and, and it it's like a six weird months deal. Ago that ended? Yeah, it was about then, but you end up having this progression and you're really relying. This is something that now. we talk about all the time about relying on something. And I don't even know how much we see John Stewart here. So we think you're playing along with that and Johnny quick being brought back. But I, I didn't get the idea. I wish I saw more of the crime scene. Maybe they could have had the last month or so, or maybe a backup in the suicide squad with a little crime syndicate, seeing how they progressed since. But I don't we mind saw this. a little bit with Ultraman when Bloodstone was little, in Earth 3, like much. getting grabbing Black Siren. But he was just like, Man, I love me some special K. You got more of that on your Earth? I love I love that how in this little start as we go, and it'll be in the next issue. But they're like, Yeah, he eats that. I'm like, He ain't eating that. He snorts that shit. Don't even he start rubs it on his gums. I mean, it's really, fine. you really want to play? Like, that's where you're going to, like, make a line there. Oh, what is this, all ages? Uh, but yeah, when you end up having. Owlman go down and then be a dummy. That that's crazy. I I don't really love that. I don't really. I like Harold Jordan Power Ring. Me and you talked yeah. about it before we went. Um, not because I think the character's great. Because he does make me chuckle though. Because he's he's a scaredy cat. He's afraid of everything. What I like about it though is it makes it at least different and unique. No, this no, John Stewart like- just seems like he's just a bro. What's the thing is, the way that this John Stewart comes off here, and he's very pop culture with the, you know, his constructs, he seems like a fun, like, villain to be around. Like, almost like the idea he that he like would be bro. one of the rogues. He seems like one of the rogues from Central City on Earth yeah, Zero and yeah, stuff like bro. that, the way he acts. <laughs> I'm saying he, and, he's like a, like a guy who, maybe you don't want to live with him or anything, but he'd be cool to hang with, right? Watch well, the he game. he reminds me a lot of the Kyle Rayner doppelganger of the antimatter Earth, you know, crime syndicate that we had from Grant Morrison's uh, JLA Earth 2 storyline. Where it was more of that, just like an evil, because it feels more of a Kyle Rayner esque kind of character with the constructs he's doing. Well, I don't. That's the other thing I was going to say. The constructs, like again, maybe I want a little more. Maybe I'm, you know, Eric Shea here. Where when you have something, I want to have this John Stewart that I can see this difference between our John Stewart and this. And the construct of just, I don't know, being a bro type guy with these construct like, and do Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I don't know. It's he had just, a monster truck. Yeah, but Jim. it's a monster truck with a fist. <laughs> That's like the sexiest monster truck I've ever seen. They call it Fisto, I think. But you end up. That's a He Man character. Yes, I know. <laughs> the sexiest He Man character. Uh, you know, besides maybe, I don't know. I was going to name something. There you go. Well, you end up where. It just, he didn't see, he's unique, but not. It just seems like a generic bro character. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's not their fault here because we're going to war right now. We had Andy Schmidt do a six-issue mini to give us this entire new Earth-3 crimes, giving us this new John Stewart Emerald Knight power ring. And we had a power ring core going on, but we never knew what any of that meant ultimately. We just know, like, the Warlords of O and stuff, but... We don't know what that means. When, even when you have black hands show up here, and he just uses regular powers. It's like his ring's glowing, but it seems to be more of his just regular black hand powers. I want to know how our Earth's black lantern of death affects a Earth 3 emotional spectrum because it's different than we know. Because when you had Harold Jordan, that was fun because, it, like you said, it was different where you had the character that the ring itself was the villain, both whom Harold Jordan was just an unsuspecting host who had to do the ring's biddings, and the idea that he was scared of everything is why his constructs were so strong, because the ring fed off his own fear. 
that's a cool little changeup of, you know, willpower and the ability to overcome fear. John Stewart is just essentially, like you said, a bro Green Lantern of Earth 3, and you have no distinction of how and anything works And getting yelled here. at by the ring. And, and the thing is, if I if it was me and they, hey, Jim, you're going to do this, I from the progression and from what we got with Andy Schmidt's crime syndicate deal at the end, I mean, he was kind of a bad guy, but he was trying to be better, but his daughter's Ultra like, screw Girl you. was a good guy in that. Didn't make any sense. With that, his daughter hated him and stuff. I actually would have made him the most depressed character ever here, and he would have been there almost to the point where... No, the thing is, John's a very depressed person, though, after blowing up Zanchi, getting his back broken, losing his wife. Yeah, but There's I'm a, saying in a lot this, of though, I think in the John idea that his, But he always gets by them and is, you know goes through it because he's got that willpower and whatnot. In this, his daughter leaving him not having a family, I would have played the whole idea that he actually would have seen Black Hand and once, oh, just kill me, please. And, and the ring being there is almost like a split personality deal. I would have played up more of that ending then of just being, hey, it's bro. It's bro guy, and he's doing these, you know, pop culture. Right? It, it just didn't feel right for what we even had in the Andy Schmidt deal in my well, mind. It's such a but... weird idea that I always wanted to know about just because the crime scene is something I'm really fascinated with ever since it came out, the idea of Earth 3. And we didn't have the multiverse anymore, and Grant Morrison came out and said, hey, you know those Quardians that made Sinestro's ring that are the Owens freaking arch nemesis from the Antimatter universe? Well, in the Antimatter universe, there's also an Earth. And down there, they have the crime syndicate, the anti-JLA. So that took up the role of the crime syndicate at that point. Problem is, Grant Morrison had to get all freaking Grant Morrison the storytelling where it's like, oh, because it's anti-matter. If our heroes are over there, they can't affect anything. And our bad guys can't affect anything in our world because they cancel each other out. I don't need that nonsense. But I always wanted to know how things work because you have the anti-matter universe. And we realize that this happened at the dawn of creation throughout the multiverse. You had the positive matter. The anti-matter was created when Cronus saw this or that or the other thing. Is there an antimatter universe in the other universes, though? Is there an Earth 3 antimatter universe? Yeah, maybe there is, is because they always play thing? out I the idea know. it has this full deal. But yeah, I don't know about the antimatter. That might be one of those things where you have the one true one, and I don't know either. It's just another thing I, I want to have like explored at some point in time. But also, John Stewart's fine here for what he is, because essentially... We weren't given any real setup or backstory for how the warlords of O or anything like the Power Ring Corps work in this new defined universe. So what we have here is just is generic, but it's a fun generic to actually see. And it looks great. Yeah, I didn't think it was that fun. I, I kind of got bored with him because he just shows up Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. He's Here's riding this a bomb down like in Doctor yeah, Strangelove yeah. coming out freaking Gun Bunny and Gunhawk. That didn't really make me laugh because I'd seen the actual original, which was a parody of things already. And it didn't really get me. Uh, it looks great, though. You're right. It looks great. But that character, I thought that that was a big miss. He didn't it, it didn't get me at all and almost came off like, OK, what are you? The ambush bug, you know, alternate here to joke it up. And it, it just, just seems like a guy right. at the end of his arc of crime syndicate to me who was on the fence about what he wanted to be and who he was. And this is him years later after he has just completely taken on the idea. Okay, I'm a bad guy. Yeah, but it, it does. That's the problem is I'm not seeing him being a bad guy. I'm seeing him being an action star, you know, schmuck bro. I think that well, at the end of that, he was laughing when Ultraman killed a lot of yeah, people. Yeah, but I mean, that's just the the deal. Well, I'm saying appetizers. Though, going through and making a fist—that's not evil. That's just goofy. It's there for laughs, and I don't need the laughs here. And so by the end of that crime syndicate Andy Schmidt deal, I mean, yeah, he was trying to figure out what he's going to be. Either he is daughter like you're always a piece of crap you're terrible i think that this guy should be the guy who's really over the top evil even or like i said this guy who's just so depressed he wants to kill himself but in this he just comes off as you know he comes off as if you ended up having a, a character like this in say a peacemaker it would be this the bro guy who's going to make these constructs that are just goofy and go and i like I don't need that. I, I didn't need that, especially with... These are like the normal constructs that Hal Jordan would make all the no, time. There's no way Hal Jordan's making a fist of a monster truck. Hal Jordan's making a boxing glove and a hammer. I mean, they, they go that way. They, you know, real stuff. That's he's silly. not making, you know, a fist monster truck and then yelling, Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. If they wrote that with Hal, people would lose their minds. It just... It was weird. It just came off as weird to me. And and I didn't get a chuckle from it. It took me out. And then after that, then you get ambush bug and he did the same thing. So each side has somebody to put their dick prints in the shit. But you end up having, you know, him go down. I, I would have even liked the idea where you have a John Stewart and then Black Hand comes up and he's like, and he, I, you don't need him. I'll just join with you. I hate this Ultraman, dude. So let's go. But he ends up switching sides. And that's the big thing. Amanda Waller isn't there to defeat them per se right now. 
Maybe that's her plan in the end to bring him down, but to do that, she wants him on her team to set this up and, and be more powerful. She doesn't want to lose. She said that. Uh, but yeah, at the end, you just kind of, you know, go and everybody's going and you have Owlman get One of the most important things that we have going on here, though, after Owlman gets, well, before Owlman gets his or back does broken. Because I see him at the end, Eric, but that's fine. It's weird. <laughs> and the thing is, uh, one of the things that, like, you know, Amanda Waller's there talking to Ultraman who's trying to kill her, but she seems to be quicker than his, you know, heat vision can, like, you know, hit and stuff like that, or even faster. And it turns out that the, the thought long dead Johnny Quick of this world has been, like, been brought back to life. I'm guessing Lazarus Resin, because anything in DC yeah, Comics right I now is Lazarus Resin related. Do. And now he works for Amanda Waller, who is, you know, like, listen, Ultraman, I'm back now. Like, you got to listen to what she has to say. She's got some good ideas. I think she's got a strong head, like, on her shoulders. Maybe we should be pro Amanda Waller. And after, you know, Talon breaks Owlman's back, I'm pretty sure it's like, all right, you know what? I think I do like what you sell it over here, Amanda Waller. Oh, what's that? A Suicide Squad coming from another Earth as well? I want to kill somebody today. Yeah, really. And I mean, this team that's set up at the end. It does kind of suck, though, too, because in this whole thing, you want to have the character match where the the, the clone of Superboy is, is the bizarro Superboy who we've had throughout this whole thing. He is a very endearing character to the point where he has a relationship with Nocturna, but right away to make him, you know, just Hulk smash this whole time, we have the, the Brainiac 666 mess with his brain, make him into a bizarro who is just going around like the Hulk from the first Avengers movie, going around match smash. Match grab planet! Grabs the daily planet, that's kind of cool. But it's funny, I like the progression. Oh, and again, I like this issue, I was just saying. I wish that the John Stewart had more of a character than what they're giving me here as like I almost like the comedy relief of a uh, a team that doesn't need it and shouldn't have it. But when you get to the end where you end up seeing Flag and they've done so much and we wanted to see more of Rick and his team. This was a big setup, but it made me chuckle. Year like, putting together. This, Damn, this is the him. fun things like this is what makes me chuckle. It's not supposed to be exactly humorous or whatnot, but to me. They end up like, all right, we got this team together. We even have Sand Monster Rodriguez here riding on a clay face. We're going to kick ass. Let's go. And then they come up against one of the most OP teams ever when they're there. And the I'm even, coolest team I'm even ever. going with the idea that they, even if it isn't talent, if it is talent there, which it should probably be. The thing is, for, what, for the way it is, because the idea, even when we get into the next issue, when like Kleber is there and talent is doing his own stuff, or like, you know, for the Rick Flag freedom fighters that we have coming to this earth. Amanda Waller wants Talon to be her Owlman. And even as we saw in Future State, she wants Talon to be her Batman, yeah, essentially. But that's fine. So let's just say there was a mix-up because essentially yeah, Amanda it Waller... It's still maybe the most OP maybe, maybe Talon broke to Owlman's back, took his clothes off, put them on right there, waiting for Rick Flagg's Blom tube to open up or, you know, ambush bug transportation. But you're right. Thing is, when you show up to a world and Amanda Waller stayed in there with the Emerald Knight Ultraman <laughs> match, Black Hand and freaking Owlman or Slash Talon. You can Talon, take Owlman and Slash Talon. You yeah. can send him off to get sandwiches. And it's still, I mean, the idea that in my mind. An amazing team. I want to see more I'm of. I'm sitting there. I'm like, is Black Hand the least powerful one here? Like, I mean, he's crazy. But, like, that's the You're thing. Talon talent is the least powerful I'm one saying there. if you send him off to get sandwiches, okay, I'm talking yeah. about these four. When you have four characters where you're Black Hand just took out John to Stewart, so come on. Here, yeah, he came up behind him and ended up grabbing him. I think if John knew it was coming, but... He could negate his freaking emotion. Act again, I don't know if he could negate this emotional spectrum here. It's crazy. This team is ridiculous. And just, to, you know... In a deal where you don't have, but Johnny Quick's on the team already as well, sure so he's you, you just can't see him. He's running he, too I was going to say he's right behind <laughs> him. He's running around real fast with that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this is crazy, and this is where again, if you've been reading the Suicide Squad book, I don't think that anybody's been rooting for Amanda Waller. I mean, you're never supposed to huh? anyway, right? Really? But when you get to this, you're like. Damn it, she said she didn't Look, want to lose anymore. I guess I've she was mean. I've been Rick Flagg this whole time. Last issue of Suicide Squad, he got his ass kicked. As soon as he showed up, he got his ass kicked. He's here. He's getting his ass kicked. I lose two of the members. He comes here. We started Suicide Squad 13. Spent the entire issue with him getting his ass kicked. I'm tired of losing. I'm not rooting for Rick Flagg anymore. Amanda Waller all the way. I'm not rooting for When you read a Suicide Squad book, you don't root for either of them. You root for Calabra. So. You root for everybody on the team. And that's okay. what I wrote for. Like you, you're supposed to. You're supposed to hate Amanda Waller. That's just the given there, no matter what. So when she, but it's so she satisfying though. The idea she does. I mean, and there are times when they try to. We've had runs where that you know Rob Williams run where all of a sudden we were supposed to think she was moided 
and get upset. Oh, we're family. Yeah, eh, screw that. that. <laughs> screw that. I like Rustum. Oh no. Uh, yeah, really. And what I like though, again, that's where she first tried to grab grab Black Hand and stuff. But you end up where Amanda Waller here and Zod. Remember crazy I nonsense. Know. Well, you end up where. It's still satisfying that you see that she, at least what she was doing, she had a plan. She ended up getting it done. Good for you. Good for you, Amanda Waller slash Bill Belichick. That's who I think it is. Yeah, always cheap. But you have it at the end, and that's a crazy cliffhanger. So, again, I, I keep – we're bitching about Ambush Bug, and I was complaining about Jon Stewart. That's just one little character. No, Ambush Bug I don't still think, sucks. Yeah, he sucks. But I'm saying Jon Stewart, he's just part of a team. He's not the most important one anyway. The so worst parts about this book, though, are Ambush Bug doing anything in this book and the idea that we spend some of the pages of this issue pretty much saying the team that you've looked forward to with Rick Flagg, two of those members are gone, and that's it. Everything else about this book, I really enjoyed. Yeah, I did too. It was strong. Everything on Earth 3, I'm all about. Everything on Earth 3, except for not knowing where all this army of multiversal people came in. I know we talked about multiversal kidnappings. This is an army of people you've never seen and don't do anything really here except for Brainiac 666 and a version of Gun Bunny and Gun Hawk. I don't need that, though. Like, that's weird. But everything else, Earth 3 is great, and that's why I gave this issue a 7.5 yeah, out think, of 10. Uh, maybe we could have had like a page or two each issue where you do see the recruitment of these characters. And like we would have seen earlier some like, oh, my God, what is she going to do with that? What is she gonna? And we would have gotten kind of fired up about this, then realized, oh, my God, this is what it was for here. Maybe that would have it's served Earth good. 112 magpie. I, yeah, I end up where, I don't know, as Amanda Waller, not that she knows everything, but she kind of does. I don't know that you couldn't have just come to Earth 3 and actually, like you did with Johnny Quick, bring Johnny Quick back. You're thinking it's the Lazarus resin, as I do. Why did she do that? And then go, I don't know, but also then go to an owl man who, like I said, who knows? But most people seem to remember what happened in death metal, things like that. An owl man who keeps getting upset. I keep dying. I keep dying. But I come well, back everybody, because I'm everybody great. Everybody remembers, I think, like um, that something happened. I don't yeah, know how many yeah, people I don't remember. Know. Like, I know that there are other Earths to say, you guys exactly. keep fucking things up. Stay off of our planet. But how do they remember? I don't know like, if they died. But or is it just that, members of like Justice Incarnate that went back and were talking on a score to their I don't planets? Know, maybe. But I think that maybe it would have been a good ploy for her. And maybe this will get to it when we get to, say, the Dark Crisis. But a reason why an Owlman, I think, would go, instead of just breaking the back to get Ultraman, you could maybe get them all and saying, listen, you guys keep dying. You're, you're the baddest of the bad, right? You're bad to the bone, Eric. I wish I ended up having the sound effect. But why? you keep dying, even though you're bad to the bone. Look, I have this. If you die again, now, multiversal death and planets, that's one thing, but... I can bring you back. I can do this. And I think they might have been on board right away with that because of the idea that they keep dying. And there's Johnny. I I love the idea Johnny's back. And they almost like I you expect is, them to be like, oh, Johnny's. Oh, Johnny's back. Well, like, I, I just imagine that Johnny's back. is like, you know, Amanda Waller brought me back. And she said that she'll bring back Atomica. I was going to say, we don't see like Atomica that. yet. So well, I like, think that that's, that's what I imagine it would be. the motivation is going to be for the whole thing, because that's how you get a hold of people. But. Johnny Quick, this version, with his chains coming off the sides and his hepatitis, freaking like and his sunglasses. Eyes. I don't know. like this version of Johnny Quick, but I'm glad he's back just because I like a Johnny Quick on this uh, crime syndicate, and here he is. Yeah, I'm telling you, Johnny Quick would undo This is your the worst iteration of, second, of the crime right? syndicate there's ever been, though. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a big fan, but I, I don't mind having this whole deal, and, and with it, let's have fun. And Amanda Waller standing there like a badass, pretty cool. So I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven out of ten. I'm just a little under you, um, but you, you convinced like me always. a little. I like I said, yeah, really, I like it that way. But you end up where, yeah, the John Stewart. I can easily get by from that. It just was something that ah, uh, this John Stewart again. I wish, and maybe it is the idea, like you said. You don't mind this John Stewart, but you did want more, and we and it well, was so interesting. I don't know anything about him or how he works, so and I, it, it I can't be interesting with the iteration of him. Yeah, I'm just in this. It takes a weird turn to be kind of like over the top pop culture jokey, and I, I didn't even get that at all from the you know setup that Andy Schmidt feels. So I, I didn't really enjoy that. But what is the next issue? Suicide Squad number thirteen, written by Dennis Hopeless and Robbie Thompson. They switched that time. Art by Eduardo Pansico, Julio Ferreira, Dexter Story, Marcelo Maiello, and Wes Abbott. And this is part two of the Crime Syndicate story where we jump right in this thing. I like, I read that first part and then I'm like, okay, this is a decent story. I can't wait to see what happens next. And when I jump into this and see how the way the story is being told, where we jump We're like too much of this lately into the future and we and see our, our, like, our suicide squad or 
disassembled. They're in pain, they're separated, and then we have to see that and then go back to see how it happens. But the thing is, you're missing a lot of stuff in the middle because it just like hops around these different things. Like, here's two characters, Rick Flag, Suicide Squad. Here they are bandaging themselves up. And then we're going to show you getting them getting their asses kicked and separated. But you never see the, in the middle of it. It's always a point B back to point A. That, that doesn't work out for the way I just said that. But you're missing a lot in the middle. You were glossing over a lot of important details in my mind that you want to know for how this War for Earth 3 is taking place. And with that, I, I know that this is a way that a lot of people like to write issues, this back and forth, this jump before, now, later, before, and keep going. Why not just tell a straight story? You're ending up, this is a pretty cool deal. This isn't cool doing anything deal. for you, this anybody. This is a fun deal. Yeah, it never really does. I mean, the idea of that is a lot of times you'll do that in a mystery story because you want to give this hint or a, a swerve. And th- this isn't no swerve. We know he's they're getting their ass kicked. I don't need to see them start off where, oh, my God, we already got our ass kicked. Oh, let's see how they did. No, no, no. Just go right to it. You're excited after What's that cliffhanger. What's going on, Bug? Oh, I teleported us to a karaoke bar after we got our ass kicked. And then let me show you how Peacemaker and Ambush Bug were getting their ass kicked by a power ring before he teleported them out to a karaoke bar. Well, we have a page of jokes. And, uh, yeah, a page of jokes. And so this one, this issue is the one where the dick prints really come in. And again, what? why is it? What is the process of deciding we're going to tell it out of tune here, we're out of time, so that we can – it doesn't elevate anything. It, it just it, keeps it, going back and forth, back and forth. You and I'm spoil like, things, you too. You do this. Because, and even that, it's not like the, the play here. You see Amanda Waller has captured Rodriguez and has the sand and her in a tube. She says, I can't kill San, so I'm going to keep you here. You have a front row seat through the, oh, look. Then we go back to just see how she Before. got captured, but we don't need that. And I when really you have don't this, though, that. this fight where you have Sandstorm Rodriguez becoming larger than life, like at the end of Spider-Man yeah, 3 with the Sandman, grabbing a hold of Ultraman and then him using his heat vision to turn her to glass and then freaking punch her in the face, shattering her all over the place. But you already know she survived this. So what the fuck's the That's point? That's what I'm saying. There's nothing you you don't. And this isn't a mystery. This isn't any who done it. Even when we get to fight. the next part, when I want to see this whole thing, where you have Match back to his normal, like you know, mind self and Nocturna, they're in hell. But they're making out. So the whole idea is they're being put into a mental coma by Brainiac Six 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 because of before. Nocturnal went after Amanda Waller. She tried to bite her, and the match stopped her. But a, a magical kiss of Nocturna put Match back into his wits, the and then they had to be stopped. And now we've already seen that happen, though, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. It, and so it just everything ends up where you go back, and you're like, I, I know what happens. I, I just like, don't it, get it. Just, just tell it the other way, and maybe add some stuff in the middle. And I think that the problem is, I think that they are they were running scared a little with the second issue, especially if they knew right away these were going to come out the same day because what we're getting are two issues that are just fights i mean really you end up fight 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 i don't mind that that's what we're expecting here you don't have to try to clever it up by going back and forth in the second issue it doesn't ruin the issue but it does take you out it does do the pace also i think that they might have messed up with a script to art deal when you end up having the magic kiss nocturna kisses match and they both fall down i think both of them are supposed to go hey Hey, it's just hey. Metro goes, hey, 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 he's Dwayne now. I'm like, where's Rerun? Rerun comes in, he's dancing with that hat. I don't want to see Earth 3 Rerun. Hey, 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 he's a skinny dude. I just imagine version. he's re- he's really mean but doesn't do math, so like, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, really, he's a skinny dude with a trucker hat that doesn't like dancing. Eric, that's the rerun of the, the or three. But yeah, just like hey, He's hey, hey, in concerts. I'm like yeah, really, he really likes it. Uh, he might even be a member of the Doobie Brothers. I don't know, Eric. And it all comes full circle. But I do like. Nobody remembers what's I, happening. I know. Jim. Nobody knows what we're talking about. But I again, usually or sometimes you'll be like, oh, a kiss. I don't mind it because, and especially you like this Nocturna is all I and Match. Care about that's with good. this book is Nocturna and Match and the relationship. I just want to see the ship go forward. I don't give a fuck about anything else. If you want to tell a side story with the crimes again, I'm all about it. Hey, but hey, hey. Tell a story. Hey, tell right. Look at me, a match. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. You're, yeah, no, you're reruns. Yeah, that's true. It's pretty cool, though, with that and how they are able to fight through that with the power of love. But like you said, again, Everything is kind of spoiled before you get to it, and that mixing and matching of before, after, whatnot, it does throw off the pacing, which in this issue especially, after that cliffhanger, I want a breakneck, balls-to-the-wall pace of just fight. I want to see this fight. 
This is what we've been waiting for. I didn't expect War 3 to be anything but this. So when you go in, it just seems like, oh, we can't just have that because, uh, no, 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 do that, you, you jerks. I don't know who I'm calling a jerk, but they're you end up here. Then you get to Calabra and Talon, and I'm liking it again because it's more, this is this part to me, it's a little weird, but it is what the Suicide Can, Squad book has is. been leading into it, this character work and the back and forth with it. Yeah, you get a what, dead what woman happens, What happens in this whole thing where you learn that Talon is still working for the Freedom Fighters? You know, I say Freedom Fighters, which is not a good thing to say because there actually is a DC group called that, but Rick Flagg's Uncle Suicide Sam Squad. Comes is, in. Hey, he, hey, hey, hey. He is trying to take down Amanda Waller on the sly. He actually did not kill Owlman like she wanted him. He has him there because we're taking him back to the Owl Cave, bring him out, and hopefully he is just like our Batman where he has contingency plans to take down the entire crime scene. It just turns out he's a- He's a bro, he's, too. He's a dumbass. And the thing is, though, when we have this, we have Clever show up with Talon, and they have this whole exchange about the idea of do this. Oh, my God, he's a dumbass. And then and then we go back in time where it seems like Johnny Quick kills Clebra. Back in time. So what happens here is Clebra, because she grabs a hold of Owlman physically, she's a ghost here this entire time that then uses her ghost powers to possess Owlman to find out what he knows. Like, I thought at first that she somehow just died because she ran out of Lazarus resin and just died there. But no, she's been dead this entire time in this exchange, but it doesn't make any sense. And, and the thing is, Dead Man has this power of doing this stuff because of uh, Ramakushin and stuff like that. But this, this is, is Calabra. This, but you like, know? What does that mean? She should just go someplace. Why is she a Dead Man caliber level without yeah, any Yeah, I don't know. Powers? And that's the thing. I wish that what we had at one point, because she has been in hell already. We saw her. This upset her. She wanted to get to heaven. I, there had to have been – you had to set something up for before where when she's in hell or when she wants to get – because she keeps dying and whatnot. That there was something that came about here that she ended up becoming this sort of deal. Or maybe if we got more of her full background, that that would lead into something. I don't know. I mean, even the idea that if she was part of a line of voodoo witch priests, like, I don't what know. What happens but- to her here in this progression, though? Because all of a sudden she's like, her hands start going white. She's like, Clebra? And then she's on the ground, but she's more like, you know, a whitish maybe tone we'll all around her. Maybe that she was she's always like, bigger. I uh, and the thing is, we go back in time where she was then killed. But like, why does it like it seemed like she was gonna fall over here and her soul was gonna leave her body? But for some reason, her physical body then just becomes a soul here that then can possess. Yeah, I don't Alvin. get it. It just she just does it, and it's it is weird. It's very weird because nothing's been set up to have her have like do can every ghost do this? I don't know, Eric. I'm not a ghost. So you end up, I well, might have seen one the other day. Special with the people like, you know, gentleman Ghost and his well, power set and what he can set. do. That's what I'm you saying. Spe- exactly. What's special circumstances. Set? She doesn't have a She is uh, like, you know, invulnerable and strong, but she died. She is just a ghost. She's just a good, good ghost. And you'd never set anything up. I'm telling you, when she was in hell, if somebody would have, you know, met her there and said, okay, from now, anything. I don't know, but it was never set up. She's just a ghost who now also can just walk around. Doesn't and this is where it's almost the opposite of what we say with the Clune Rad in the Wonder Woman book with Dead Man. They have made Dead Man where he doesn't even need his powers. He's all powerful, can do whatever. He doesn't need to possess anybody. This is like the opposite. Like, why does she want to be alive now? She's well, just strutting it I, up I with kind everybody. Of feel like they got the idea for how Clever's going to work here by reading Clune Rad's Wonder and Woman, awful, Dead Man. Because that's how not Dead the Man real can, Dead Man can deal. physically touch whatever he wants. He can possess people. He can do whatever he does. Like, he doesn't need to that, possess because people this can see him work. and talk. And so yeah. with that. We exactly already, clever. And we said in the in the Wonder Woman book, why would Dead Man ever possess somebody? That's actually a hindrance. Why would Clever here want to ever be alive? She's all powerful now. She can do whatever the hell she wants. So it's very odd with that deal. Plus the idea of why isn't she now is is this her hell? I before she went to hell. I mean, and now here she just struck well, it were up. In hell. Yeah, but I'm saying it's just weird though, as they're going here, because at the point they're in Gotham and things like that, and yet they're doing all these things going on. I just, I don't know. She's going to possess them. They're not going to stay in hell. They're going to go and do their thing and whatnot. So it just feels weird. I do like the idea that the bro, super, uh, bro, uh, Owlman, who is a dummy, not only is he a dummy, he doesn't have computers, that, but he actually has what looks like videotapes or something there 
So it looks like the, the television screens are doing things because he goes, those are just TVs. If you look, it looks like there's actual things going like it's not like the football games on. It looks like he's just has these things playing that looks like it's doing science stuff. He probably just sits there. I'm a scientist. That's what I would do. It's so crazy. But. Yeah, the whole thing Honestly, just throws me off. if I had a off. room that I could dedicate to make it look like, you know, science stuff, I would just to make people think I'm working on something really cool. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, at the deal, she possesses him. There they are. They're, you know, in the regular deal. And I, I just don't get it. Um, but then you end up having, you know, the Suicide Squad team with Ambush Bug and him doing all this stuff. But they have to go to the fortress because they want to find something that. They want to find the Phantom, Phantom Zone, Zone projector. projector is what they want to do to take down Ultraman. Just imagine if they had a Lord Zod. They could just do that there. I know, but again, maybe that's why it would be too oh, easy. You know they what? ran into a brick wall. The thing and- is, I don't even know how this would work because it is a Phantom Zone outside of the dimensional thing. So I imagine that all the multiverse goes to the Phantom Zone there. So when they open up this Phantom Zone projector from Earth 3, it'll be just one Phantom Zone for the entire multiverse, which will allow Lord Zod to get out. Yeah, maybe he'll get out or maybe he'll... Who knows how they'll play a Phantom Zone if he even went in there because everybody has their own different thing. But, yeah, you end up where they go and they're looking. You get a little bit of a, you know, quick tour. There's the bottled city of Kandor that's got chains All on it. chained up. People are screaming inside. I don't know why you need chains a monster. on that. It's kind of a weird little optical Make sure those little thing. fuckers I don't guess, get out. I guess it's just to make sure they realize, you like, know look you at ain't these chains. Out. Look at this. You see these? Uh, and, yeah, there's little tiny people screaming and yelling. The voices are probably hoarse by now, but you end up where, yeah, you have ambush bugs still mucking it up, and them go, and they end up finding a Phantom Zone projector, but then Superwoman comes in and basically says, she wants I want it, it too. too. Yeah, I want to take care of this Ultraman. The, the thing is funny because she, she ends up tying them up. At the one point, they see all these things going, oh, my God, Superman must or Ultraman must be into some kinky stuff. You know, all these shackles and stuff. And that's then mine. she says, that's mine. So in that deal, almost like, and it's funny because of the Earth 3 where you're trying to play back and forth or whatever. Like her idea is, I like you guys, and then ties them up. But is she tying them up for the sexiness? It seems weird, though, because I feel like Super Ultraman is so pent up with his aggression because he is such an incel here. Like, and the idea is she wants this to happen because she will not have sex with him. I don't know why any of her stuff would be here. And even the idea that the Phantom Zone projector was, in her, in her mind, gifted to Superwoman by Ultraman. Why is everything in the Fortress of Solitude when you spend all your time at the Owl Cave bagging Owlman so Ultraman will see you? Yeah, I like, and we didn't even mention, I mean, the way the whole thing starts there, last issue is the sex going on. <laughs> the idea that Superwoman knows that Ultraman's watching, it's so great. And now she comes in, but Again, is he watching? Is this all a dupe? It's all these things, because why would it be there? I mean, she could be lying and just wanting to get it, but she doesn't need to lie here. She ends up taking them out pretty easily and tying them up, but she does seem to be the deal. Yeah, that's what it seems. Even the idea, it's funny because she does spell it out. And she spells out, you know, you end up having Super or Ultraman. That's her favorite toy. Her pet was, you know, Owlman. So when she did end up yelling, He's mine. She was really saying it as property in my mind, but Ultraman, he doesn't want to hear that. He says, oh, she loves him. She's always banging him and whatnot and gets all pissed off. But he, she the wants to get that now, Phantom Zone projector. The only way that she can now to get her revenge on Amanda Waller since she has Ultraman in her pocket is to get the Phantom Zone projector, get him out of the way and take back everything that she deems to be hers, which is everything. She plays it off. And the idea with Ultraman, he said. It's such a sad thing for him because he really it really plays off when you are in high school and you hear this person, oh, my God, they, they end up nailing everything or whatever. And then you end up dating them. And that's when they decide not to do that anymore. Everybody else. And you're like, oh, you jerk. But it just no, makes them feel she like had, it. she had standards after all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why did she date me anyway? <laughs> She's like, really? She's trying to get my money or look at my looks. But, uh, yeah, she wants to get that. Phantom Zone projector. She wants to get it's that. It's too so. bad that everybody wants to get this off the table. Well, not even off the table. Everybody wants this, and Amanda Waller wants it off the table, so she sent Black Siren and Johnny Quick there to get it from, you know, whoever may want it. We have Peacemaker here, we have Ambush Bug, and we have Superwoman. But then, you know, Johnny Quick goes in, says, yoink, you know, and takes yes. the whole thing. Bla- Bla- uh, Black Siren then goes and uses her Siren's cry to take down the entire Fortress of Solitude with our heroes. And, well, I want to see heroes with our characters and stuff. Yeah, yeah, really. It is tough to say heroes. The funny thing about this is by the end, you end up where if the fortress wasn't like kind of smoking on the top, 
Would you be able to tell that it was? <laughs> it's just a bunch of crystals and stuff. I, I every time well, they show this, I just think like the Fortress of Solitude. I'm telling you, I'm sure. telling you, you take away that fire and stuff like that. You move one thing and it's fine. But yeah, everybody's all toppled in under this. This isn't going to stop super. Well, normally Mormon. the Fortress has a decent look to it that is very distinguishable in my but mind this when is you Earth see three. it. I don't Agreed, know. Maybe like, it's when, when I, when I'm, saying, I'm just saying though. Listen here. When you look at it in the background before it's destroyed, it is just like a pile of nonsense. Yeah, yeah it so just I looks like it's destroyed normally. nonsense. But at least it's not in the Bermuda Triangle. Would it be funny if the Earth 3 version was in the Bermuda Triangle because everyone's the shittier version there? So it's there that Bendis tried to do it. Bendis already tried to roll in Earth 3. Yeah, well, that's out. the thing. He had other plans. Everywhere he goes, he's the one who gets the dick prints and things. But he's the ambush bug of writers. But you end up with all this. If it wasn't that convoluted way of telling the story, it doesn't ruin it. Doesn't make it good. That's for sure. It actually ruined it a lot it back. for me. I, I don't think I'm saying ruin it. Like, this is not a two out of ten. I still like no. parts of it. But you actually had to kind of, okay, let's see where I'm at. Okay, I'm here. Oh, man, I already saw her survive, so this doesn't matter. And let me see this. But And then the Calabra stuff does end up being wonky. It, it is very wonky. There's no way to really explain that yet. Maybe they will. But I doubt And that it. was one of my favorite parts of this book until I just realized as I'm looking at it, as we're talking about, like, wait, is she actually a ghost right here? Because that doesn't make any goddamn – because I, I made up an entire way for this to work in my head when I originally read it that's not actually here to make it make sense. And I realized I don't understand what this progression is. So ultimately by the end, that is, st- I still want to see the stuff with Owlman and Talon and stuff and how clever – all of this stuff is going to work out because I care about those characters and how like you know Talon is going to betray Amanda Waller and maybe – you know. I don't know how he's going to do That's it, but I look cool forward deal. to that. And Peacemaker and Ambush Bug, I hate Ambush Bug, but the whole thing with uh, them teaming up with Superwoman, maybe, and the Phantom Zone Projector and what that means, I care about all that. It's just all the other stuff, like in the last issue with Rick Flagg and the Suicide Squad, it's not told very well. It's just them getting their asses kicked, and the way that this story is told is very disappointing. I gave this a 6, point, uh, six out of 10 on the site, but I will go to, I'm going to go down to a 5.5 because of that collaborative I'm nonsense. a little bit. I'm going to give it a 6. I like the art a lot. I like the, the story really we're good. still getting, but this progression for a chapter 2 didn't do much until the very end. No, and, and we go off to the Flash book, and when we, we were talking about this whole setup and things like that, the idea, and, and then there's the Teen Titans after that, I don't think we've set, like, there we didn't set up much of anything. So I'm, I'm wondering how they're going to get the flashbook involved in this, or is this just going to be the flashbook is just where it's happening? And yeah, Wally will be there for some where weird reason, but where it's at, you end up where I got two turntables in the microphone. You end up you where no, I have a microphone here. It barely works, but I have that. I, I can go get two turntables somewhere. You have this one. hour? Yeah, I don't know. This hour seven. I'm I'm talking. I'm going to <laughs> going to Walmart and get them. They have them there. They're no, not I really great. But, oh, I saw it there at one point as a crazy deal. I'm like, what? Would I get that? And I'm like, why would I get that? I'm not getting that. So. Just realize, like, I'm, I'm no old hipster. man at this hour, at this time of day. <laughs> You're an old man. I'm hippie. I'm no hipster. But you end up here with. Like Flash and then Teen Titans. The Teen Titans book is based on the idea that a kid has been kidnapped. Uh, where did that come from? And hopefully, well, I imagine they it set has to be with you know the fu- super Suicide Squad Future State issues where Bolt is it a does. member it of that team. It has to be Bolt, but the idea of you never saw any of that, and we just ended up seeing even we've got her prosthetic legs. She we says knew she's that okay. Bolt wasn't there at the end of Teen Titans? Yeah, but Academy they said they just issue. talked to her. Because they did said, they say that, or did she say that? Like, did did she say that she knew she was out? She said she already told me that she's fine. She has her blades, and they were grabbing the legs. And oh well, let's get them for her. And they'll go to give them. That's the that's the way to get in it. They're gonna go and take the legs. Oh my god, she's gone. Because Amanda Waller did already try to uh, kidnap her. There be the, the ransom note. We have you know both. Don't come look, especially not on Earth three. Love Amanda Waller. That's what it'll be. And then Wally just, he's probably just going to get involved in some, I don't know, some crazy way. Well, we'll see. We'll see. But at the end, I was really pumped up more. Well, I imagine he's going to be a way for everybody to get there. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they'll just go to him. We'll see. But it'll be weird because then you have to kind of go there first and then go. I don't know. We'll have to see how this ties in and how it works. But with all this, I'm a six out of this. I thought that the art was really good. And I still like this. I just, it ends up where. Each issue has something that couldn't, it didn't have to be that way. The idea of this progression and then explain something with this collaborator and what she's doing there. And this could have been really good. And then the first issue, 
you just kind of had to settle in and whatnot. I didn't love the John Stewart, but the ambush bug stuff was bad as well. Get him the hell out of this book. That was one of the worst things that this book ever decided to have is exactly. the idea of ambush bug that really ended up really screwing things. I love this That's book. That's the jump the shark moment. Up. It really was Agreed. when he showed up. But all right. And if anybody disagrees, like, I don't know. It, the book's canceled. There's got to be, you know, it's not like it's going to continue on. And one of the reasons was because it just wasn't doing much. And that ambush bug stuff sucks. But with all that, that's it for the Thank God. It's a Friday episode. We have our Sunday episode, obviously, coming up on Sunday. We have five books going on, some big things happening over there. Eric, we have the Just League Incarnate finale. We end up having the Detective Comics continuing. Both the boy story, the House of Gotham and the tower deal of the Shadows of the Bat. And then we also have Dark Knights of Steel getting back into the swing of things. A lot of stuff. So we end up go there. We also already have a bunch of males as well, Eric. I know that you love that. And one of them is a black pink centered male. I'm sure you oh, really so will love that. Substantial coming out of this yeah, male. Huh? Well, who knows? I think that these people are trying to I test think I me. Do. They're <laughs> testing me. Am I? No, it's very quick. But. With that, I love the idea. It's like, huh, that doesn't have anything to do with that. People are always even, what horror movies do you like? And you're, whoo, you get all giggly. Oh, but yeah, we'll be doing that. We have a bunch of males. And if you would like to go over to the Twitter at the Weird Science DC, we follow everybody that follows us, follow back policy. Then go to our website, weirdsciencedccomics.com. Go to our Instagram, Weird Science Comic, and then go to Weird Science. Or patreon.com slash weird science, our Patreon to help us out for everything we do here and get a ton more. But that's that. Eric, what do we say at the end? In a world full of chimps, make sure you go ape. Take your sticking paws off me, you damn dirty ape.